This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Along with leadership coach Steve Wexler, I'm Daphne Ursu, Senior Director of Human Resources here at Good Karma Brands. It's great to have you with us today. Our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I don't know what it's like everywhere along the GKB radio <laughs> network, but here in Milwaukee, it has been hot, 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 hot right? <laughs> Hopefully by now we've cooled off uh, a bit. And good morning, Daphne. It is good time morning. for another edition of our Hired Show, where we talk about recruitment and culture and opportunity with a focus, as you might expect, on our very own company, mm-hmm. Good Karma, Karma Brand. Right. So, Daphne, today, let's see, we're going to meet another local organization that is yes. recruiting right now, right. City Year Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm it's excited. an amazing story to tell. I know, I love it. We're going to learn more about that. Plus, we have another exciting job opportunity here at Good Karma Brands in Milwaukee. Yes, that's coming up next on Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show, here on the GKB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hire the GKD Recruitment Show along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network along with Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu. That's you? That's me. I am leadership coach. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you there this morning. Stop. It's not like I startled you. No, you're good. You're good. My name is Steve Wexler, and we are glad to have you along. And Daphne, we have an opportunity to talk about today along Good Karma Brands Radio Network that is headquartered right here in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And so we are so glad to have Tiff here on the radio station here to talk about GKB, your experiences. So we'd love to hear a little bit about how, what brought you to us. Yeah, oh, Tiffany is you. the new, news director. I am the news yep. director. Yes. WTMJ yes. in Milwaukee. And Daphne asks a great question. How did we find how you? Did Where did we, you find us? Yeah, how did you find uh, us? So We're so my, lucky to have you. Yeah, my connection to WTMJ is extra through Sandy Max. So I spent the last 20 years working in television, and I was her producer for the arts page. Sandy, on by the way. I'll interrupt only yeah. because this is being heard across yeah, uh, sure. the network. Sandy does uh, one of our talk shows mm-hmm. uh, here in Milwaukee at WTMJ. So this is, a, I guess, an example where knowing somebody absolutely right who works in the company. We talked about that. Yes, absolutely. So please go ahead. Yes. Yeah, no. So I've known Sandy for about 10 years at this point. And um, when she came over to GKB, she's like, you have to hear about this company. It's great. All the wonderful things they're doing. So I took a look at you know what the job offerings were. I was teaching at MATC full time in the TV and video production department, and not really looking for a new job, but you know, I wanted to just see what was available to me. I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. So it was half job, not really job looking, but kind of sure. job hunting, and then half head hunting at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it was a really interesting opportunity for me. And like I said, radio was not really an, a thought because mm-hmm. 20 years of my career has been live television. So to make that switch has been really interesting. I mean, and I think that that's great. So when you're kind of looking into it and you're kind of researching it, like what was the one thing that said, was it the culture? I mean, with the people, what said, I, what did you say? 
what happened that made you just have to be a part of GKB? What was that tipping point for you? For me, it was opportunity. So I've spent a lot of my career doing very technical things and doing content. Um, And as a producer, you know, I'm really about storytelling. But this was an opportunity to move to where my master's degree in, which is in media management. It's like, wait, there's an opportunity here to take my content skills and actually work and build a team. Mm -hmm. You know, as an instructor at the college level, that's all we do, right? We grow the next generation of media professionals. This was an opportunity to, to step one further to the those in the industry and help them grow and help a team grow. Oh, I love that. I've never heard of it. Tiffany Pua is the news director at WTMJ in Milwaukee. We're talking about uh, her journey and Mm -hmm. about GKB and about opportunities in our news department. So Daphne asked you, what was the tipping point? What, you know, attracted you to GKB? I thought you were going to say the incredible HR department. Uh, I thought she was going to say you. That's what I was thinking. I I was waiting for that. I know. I knew that was not an answer. But your your reputation precedes you because one of my longtime, you know, uh, mentors, Dan Brayovac, knows you very well. I do know Dan. And yep. so when I mentioned this, he's like, oh, Wex, we'll get to learn from Wex. So I've personally, I've gone from being mentored by Dan Brayback to now being mentored by Steve well, Wexler. So it's that. it's Wonderful. a good learning for me. I continue to grow as a professional. Well, and mentoring others. Remember? Yes. Absolutely. Mentoring others. That's Which is wonderful. an important part of the culture. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Um, so let's talk about that for a second before we talk about the current opening that you're recruiting mm-hmm. for. Um, in your time here, how would you describe the culture, the vibe, the climate um, at GKB? What were some of your first impressions and how do you describe it to others, Tiff? Um, I was really drawn by when you say you work on a team, right? And from a corporate culture, when you work on a team, it's like, oh, it's other people with similar skill sets. No, we're talking about a really diverse team of people who have varied skill sets that lean on each other based on where they're strong and knowing that there are areas of growth that I need that I can find another teammate who has that for me to help me grow more. Um, the the first thing that I saw is like when I was finally announced as you know the news director, the emails that came back welcoming me to the team. They had never met me. All they had seen was a printed bio of my life. And so many people from across the company mm-hmm. were excited to have you. We can't wait for you to join us. Already I felt like I belonged here. And it was actually a comment that Evan Cohen made in my final interview. Evan is the VP of content <laughs> at Good Karma Brands. So Evan said to me, he's like, you're already talking like you're one of us. And that kind of solidified it for me. I'm like, you already feel like I'm part of this team. Not that I'm coming into it, but I'm already an organic part of it. And that that. was really connective for me. Before day one, right? To feel Mm -hmm. a part of a team before day one. And then all of a sudden you come in and then you become more of a team, right? As you become a part of the team There's and coaching and counting that, others. Isn't there? I, mean, I think so, Because you, know, you get emails, hey, Tiffany Poo is coming in. Yeah. And then she realizes people throughout the company are reacting Excited, to that yeah. And saying something positive. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I'm glad to hear that. I am, right? too. But it speaks to culture, doesn't it? Yeah. It does, not it, for me, I'm so used to corporate culture, working in academia and working at other media stations. You have your general manager, you have your station manager, you have your production managers, and then you work for them. Here, it's much more flat, where... You know, with my final interview, what happens is for me, the final interviews were out of order. Typically, Craig is the last interview. Craig Corm is in our founder and CEO. <laughs> but my final interview was actually with Evan Cohen. And so I actually talked to Craig beforehand and I asked him specifically, I'm like, what are you looking for? And he's like, I don't know what I don't know. And he's like, that's what I'm looking for, someone to help guide us. And he was very honest about that. Yeah. And I felt that that was not only connective, but very real from a CEO's perspective, yes. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it wasn't just that I'm trying to be there to help please the CEO. No, he recognizes that we are a team, that everybody is at the same level place, and so that you don't have to feel intimidated talking to somebody with a C-level in their title. Mm -hmm. They're just another person in the company. It's a great point, because I think one of the things that does uh, differentiate GKB a little bit, uh, and there are other companies perhaps like this as well, but 
all the teammates' fingerprints can be on the furniture here. Yeah. It's not just one or right. two people right. who get to touch right. <laughs> right, what we're doing. Absolutely. A lot of people do. And in fact, it's expected and valued that a lot of us will put our fingerprints on our product. Right. And being able to bring the strengths. So we talk about strengths and you, him recognizing you have those strengths right now. We do we have some of that in the organization, but you have some unique strengths that you can bring into the organization and help us continue to grow. So that's so great. So let's talk news for a minute now. <laughs> yes. Opportunities. Yes. has changed. I mean, yes. how people consume news and information, how they receive it, how they think about it. You're coming in as a news director. Um, talk to us before we talk about the recruitment, because I think it'll be a natural segue. Um, how has that changed and how has that influenced what you're going to be looking for in people who tell stories on WTMJ? Well, I was asked the question uh, not that long ago was, what was WTMJ for you? So I'm a transplant to Milwaukee. I've been here since 2005. Okay. Um, and so WTMJ for me was Brewers. It was listening to Bob Euchre in my ear and weather, right? Because we are the primary station for EAS for weather, yep. you know, in southeastern Wisconsin. So I knew it for those two things. I didn't necessarily come here for my news content. I'm an NPR listener, very frankly. But when I think about our news product and as I'm learning more about it, it's like our content and our storytelling is just as stronger, stronger than what we find. And our goal really is not about political leanings. It's about providing information so that fans, casual audiences, regardless of where you get your news, get information. And that information helps you make decisions, mm -hmm. right? Whether it's um, there has to be a school closing or that the debates are coming to Milwaukee or you need to know how your sports teams are doing. It's about information mm -hmm. and that allowing the fans to select what is important to them. And that's the key to the news content. So then how does that inform what you're looking for because right now you're, you have the position posted mm -hmm. people get to the honor I would say of joining this uh, amazing team what are you looking for Tiff so we're hiring for a full-time multimedia journalist and what that really means now is not just a person who can write a story not just a person who can be an on-air presence mm -hmm. but someone who understands that we are getting our content from everywhere it's not just listening on the radio it's not looking for it on TV it's not just online it's not on our apps it's on social media it's everywhere it's word of mouth it's all of that. So we're looking for a strong journalist, two to three years of experience, someone who knows not only the business of news, but understands this community. We're looking for voices that we haven't heard before, voices mm -hmm. that we can elevate, yeah. but really people who can tell stories. As a producer director myself, my core goal as a storyteller is the philosophy that everybody has a story. Mm. How we tell it and how we put it out there for our fans is critically important as much as the information. Every story that we tell is an education into somebody's industry, into their business, into who they are as people, and I need to find a journalist to join our team who can help us elevate that storytelling. I love that, and it doesn't just have to be in radio. So if someone no. is coming from the newspaper industry, those types of things, they still have value here right. in terms media, of this role. Media yeah. is so wide yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, we all carry a camera on our cell phones, right? Mm -hmm. Which makes us all media creators. Right. So everybody does media, but do we do it well? And do mm -hmm. we tell stories well? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an expert in storytelling. Okay. Right? Yeah. What kind of uh, training, coaching? I mean, if I am interested in this, but I've never done it before, Am I going to get an interview, or do I need to have at least uh, some demonstrated track record of being the kind of storyteller that you just described? What we're looking for in the questions that we're asking as part of this interview process is, what does storytelling look like for you? How does 
you know, the story gathering process work? Your writing, your uh, crafting of story. How do you then distribute it? So we're looking for someone who already has a little bit more experience than just stuff we've learned at school or stuff you've picked up by just being a consumer of content mm -hmm. just in, in the real world. I'm looking for someone who can take a look at something mundane, like an elevator, and tell me a story about that elevator that gets me engaged mm -hmm. in the process of what that elevator does, who it services, how it works. I want someone to think when a little bit When it was deeper. last maintained. <laughs> right. You can take a banal topic, like sure. an elevator, and make it engaging. And that's what we want. Most of those stories have their ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see what Thank he you. Oh. Thank You'll be you here all week. It took Daphne oh, you a took half a day. I, I just said that the other day. <laughs> so in terms of training, then, if I come in with a little bit of experience, do we have a newsroom where I'll get some help, or do you expect this person to be self-sufficient from day one? I love that our news team is a well-seasoned team in two ways. So you have longtime professionals, John Mercure, Eric Bilstad, Mike Spaulding, Vince Vetrano, really well-known hosts in the news business. You also have growing talent, Adam Roberts, Wyatt Barmo, Pooley, who are learning the craft as they're going along. So you will have mentorship and you will have teamwork. Those are the two real keys to making a multimedia journalist grow. Um, and myself and the other content news leaders here at WTMJ, that is our job is to help you grow. And I love that it's not, here's the stories that I want you to do. So it's somebody being able to come in with the creative mind Absolutely. and bringing ideas and things like that to, to the radio station, right? I also want them to find what is the area of expertise you want to own. Right. Every one of our reporters has something that is their core area okay. that they know, like the back of their hand, mm -hmm. and they want to continue to grow in. And so when I work with our multimedia journalists, it's... What areas of stories do you really want to learn more about? Where do you want to be seen as the expert? And so we're working on that, developing stories, contacts, networking in that area so that they become the trusted voice in X area. Daphne's so, question is such a good one because a lot of news people uh, historically were trained to sort of wait for the assignment desk to tell right. them what mm -hmm. to go and do. And what you're describing is a little more of an enterprise situation where mm -hmm. I might go, I'm really interested in right. that story or that person or that event. Mm -hmm. And I get the opportunity perhaps to author that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we do have your standard set of stories that we're looking for every sure. day. So as the as the time of this recording, we're looking at the RNC presidential primary debate. So who is covering which candidates? How are they getting to Milwaukee? What topics do you think they're going to cover? That's critically important. But we're also looking outside of that a little bit more. What are the other things going on in our area economically for transportation, visitors, the heat? Mm -hmm. All of that mm -hmm. is surrounding that. And so we can tell more in-depth stories that are still hyper-local. So if we have someone who's hearing this now and they want to be a multimedia journalist and they want to tell stories, how do they find out? Of, how do they um, let you know that they're interested in this role? So our job posting for a full-time multimedia journalist is posted on our website. You can find it if you are an internal teammate. You can find it on ADP as okay. well. Yeah. Um, and we do have it posted on LinkedIn and a number of other places. We do also have it posted um, on national organizations, um, Hispanic journalists, black journalists, Asian American journalists. We want to find the next great voice to join our news team. Wonderful. So that would be at www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash career. So you can find out about this opportunity on our Tiffany, website. Tiffany, thank you for being here. By the way, thank you and congratulations thank on you. Yes, your new role. Thank you. We're so excited to hear yeah. yeah. we are. We're thrilled yeah, we're, to have uh, Tiff here leading our news effort. And uh, good luck finding that next great storyteller. Your next thank high you. performer. I can't wait. I know. I'm excited. Tiff Pua, the news director in Milwaukee at WTMJ. That website again, Daphne, to find more is www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. More of Hired coming up along the GKB radio network. You're listening to Hired. 
the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired Along the GKB Radio Network. Our show is heard from coast to coast, border to border, every weekend, and we are truly glad that you're investing some time with us today. All right, Daphne. <laughs> I'm laughing already. So we've talked about books. We've yes. talked about leadership. We've yeah. talked about culture. We talk about core values. Change. Change. Management. Right? Yeah. Manage change. We've talked about mental health. Yes, uh, we have. Yeah. I, and many, many more topics right. related to our work, our professional life, mm-hmm. uh, work-life balance, balance, and all of that. And then this week, I said, Daphne, what is on your mind? And you said, you know, what about fun <laughs> and work? And I had to pause for a moment because I thought, well, is our work fun? Should it be fun? Right. Is it okay to have fun? What happens if you're not having fun? So I'm really intrigued by this topic <laughs> of fun and work. Well, I'm glad you are because I just I wanted to have a conversation with you about it, right? Okay. Fun at work. And so to answer your your first question of should work be fun? Yeah. I think absolutely work should you be do. fun. I do. I do. I mean, if you are doing what you love, um you feel appreciated and you feel valued, you're able to bring your full self to work and um do the things that you love to do, that should be fun, right? I mean, the things that you love to do should be fun, right? They should be engaging, right? They should make you happy, right? So I think work um, work should be fun to people. So, okay, let's play that out a little bit. Because okay. I'm, I'm guessing you're not suggesting that every minute of every day is fun. There are going to be times Correct. where something has to happen. Sure. You get something done. Right. And it may not be the most right. enjoyable thing. Right. But you're saying if you step back a little bit and go, what am I doing? Right. What am I contributing? What am I making? If there's not an enjoyment or a fun Absolutely. part of it, then that's what? Is that a trouble sign? And I think so. Even if I love that we're going to step back because it's really truly about that enjoyment, right? So no matter what you do, yes, there's going to be challenging days, right? Some days it's like it's meetings, right? So some days it might be working on a project, right? Or someday there might be a problem or an issue that you're trying to resolve mm-hmm. and that could create some stress. But it is you taking a step back and looking overall to say, I'm still in the place where I want to be, right? I'm with the mm-hmm. company that I want to be. I'm using my skill set. I'm using my experience. I'm using all those things. So yeah, I can have a good time, you know, and I can have fun at work, right? So, so I maybe think that there's what, some value those questions in that. you just asked. Yeah. Maybe on those tough days where you go, Oh my gosh, I thought that day would never end. That was really a bear. Maybe those are the questions you ask yourself. Wait a minute, I'm doing what I love doing. Right. Um, I'm working for people that I enjoy being with. Right. Now, if I step back and go, Wow, I'm not doing what I enjoy doing, I'm not enjoying the culture that lack of fun might be a tell that maybe I ought to evaluate, am I doing the right thing? Am I in the right spot? Well, yeah, and I think it absolutely is. But then it goes back to every single question that you ask, though, and why, right? And what can be done? And who can I talk to? And what are some of the changes that I can do, right? So, yes, I think it is important to do that full assessment and that evaluation. So do you think then that having fun at work, the way you described it, the way you defined it, is really important to be successful? I mean, if I'm not having fun, can I still be successful in my job, do you think, in the long term? Well, I think being fun is a part of that. I mean, and I also think you have to think about the definition of successful, right? Um, So, um, but I think most people who are successful generally are passionate about the work that they do, knowing either that they're contributing to the organization or and or contributing to the community. So I personally believe that fun 
And having fun at work is a part of that success for most folks. I was talking to somebody who's in the pharmacology business, and the person said to me that their enjoyment and satisfaction comes from knowing that something they did benefited another person. Is that a kind of fun? And yeah, and I think that, that's really what we're talking about. I mean, if you that's maybe fun probably isn't the best word, but it really truly is feeling that you're contributing that you're giving mm -hmm. back either, as I said before, to the company, to an organization, and you know that at the end of the day, those tough days, yes, today was a tough day, yeah. right? You know, yeah. I had a lot of things that I was trying to keep all these balls in the air, but at the end of the day, I know I'm where I wanna be, right? I'm in that perfect spot for me where I got the success. I got I'm, my skills, um, I'm in the good organization. So it's kind of having all of those things that are working together to say, yeah, this is, this is good. I'm having fun at work and I love what I do. I'd be interested in your perspective on that. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about, I agree with you, by the way, I do think that that enjoyment, that satisfaction probably comes out of, you know, doing something that you're passionate about and that is fulfilling. I also wonder at times, like, I don't know, for me during my career, there are days where I've thought, I am not having much fun today. Like, the tasks I've had to do maybe are the more unpleasant ones, mm -hmm. or the projects I'm on, just, I'm not en enjoying it. And I've usually decided to change up my day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Time. Yeah. yeah. Go interact with somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, go crack a joke. Yeah. Go lighten the mood. Go do something to kind of change the rhythm of the day. I had a manager once um, in another market who literally, in the middle of the day, would occasionally yell out the word Chardonnay. <laughs> True story. I love it. He would just yell Chardonnay. And we'd all go, hey, I think the boss just <laughs> yelled Chardonnay. And the next thing you knew, we were off at a winery right enjoying some chardonnay now i thought well are we just goofing off here which i guess we were but his explanation was that occasionally he wanted to just call a timeout yeah so that we could all go out and enjoy each other's company right enjoy the sunshine right and enjoy uh you know a little cocktail during the afternoon we'll be right back with more hired the gkb recruitment show this is hired the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands radio network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year? I think so, yeah, yeah, at the She's end of- She's coming back. I know, a returning guest, do you she know what that means? Us. Well. Oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> let's not go, let's just make the assumption. She probably likes she us, doesn't like yeah. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay, yeah. at City here in Milwaukee, and Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. I'm yeah. super happy to be here again. Great. All kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time, um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they, you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? 
Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students. Mm -hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where City Year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill, pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year. Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. It's okay. Tell us I was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, and then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine, and I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So then I just transitioned into this role because... I felt like more people should know about City Year, and mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization, and so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year, and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know business culture and what it's like to work in different places. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network, and our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th. But the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, but it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a, um, 
1100 bi-weekly stipend and at the end of your service upon completion of service you're given the Siegel Education Award which is $4,826.50 and that is just for that mid-year position um, but you know free bus pass access to free dental and health insurance wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break um, nine days of time planned off and so many more benefits we'll be right back with more hired the gkb recruitment show welcome back to hired the gkb recruitment show alongside good karma brand senior director of human resources daphne ursu here's your host steve wexler it sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package what kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Yisel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds, and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED oh. equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community um, people in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to? Or yeah. To? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after city, city year. year. Okay. Yes. Lacey. So right. yeah, Lacey. Okay. And so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step, that we're not just leaving our core members hanging, we're connecting them with other organizations in the community, giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state. And we even share, you know, we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come and you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just that. slightly outside. I just missed, yes. just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately, hopefully, get uh, chosen? <laughs> 
Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Um, So that's why, like, that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, and and then moving on, um, because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. <laughs> um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is City Year. Dot org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee as well. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Giselle. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. What is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? Well, yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I mean, yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also, I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really, yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isa. You sell. Great Thank to see you, you again. Yes, so yes, should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes, 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 yes. 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 Awesome. Well, always good to see you. Thank you again for Thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. 
Right. Well, that is going to put a wrap on Hire Daphne. That was fun. It was um, awesome. Hopefully, yeah. we help find some talent for City Year Milwaukee and for WTMJ in Milwaukee. Yes, let's hope so. So, for our studio producer, Chris Larson, leadership coach, Steve Wexler, I'm Daphne Ursu, Senior Director of Human Resources. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for joining us on Hired on the GKB Radio Network. I've heard it a hundred times. Leap and a net will appear. Ben and Arvid Huth, brothers and owners of Penny Mustard Furnishings. Leap and the net will appear. I love that statement. What it means to me is just do something. And whatever you do, as long as you keep working at it, it will come through. It may not exactly turn out the way you dreamt it, but God has a plan for you. And that plan, he loves you and he wants you to be happy. And that plan will work itself out. Take a leap of faith, and there will be a net there to catch you. You will not fall and be broken. If you have an idea or a concept and you're just scared to act on it, we're standing at the edge of the cliff, let's act upon it. When Ben and I packed up at 19 years old and 21 years old to come to Milwaukee and open our furniture store, I don't think there was anybody that told us it was a good idea. Again, we leaped and kept working, and the net appeared. And it's all been good. Penny Mustard Furnishings. See more at pennymustard.com. Well, it's the longest-running music gig in Milwaukee's history. It's been over 43 years now, and I guess you could say, we love Jeff Stoll. He's here weekly playing a mean piano and singing all the kind of hits that you'd hope to hear at a genuine Wisconsin supper club. And at the Packing House, that's what we're committed to, being a genuine supper club, with hopes that people from all over southeastern Wisconsin and beyond make a point of visiting at least once. You'll hear great live music here every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night. And for some people, a seat at the bar in our vintage lounge listening while having a couple of classic cocktails is just enough for a nice evening out. And for others, it's that plus one of our award-winning steak entrees. But there's much more than steak on our expansive menu.